Three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talk to Sports. This week, we'll be covering NFL Week 16 games and some of the college football bowl games taking place this weekend. Join once again with the host. Host, how are you doing since last time we recorded? Uh, I'm doing a little better. I uh, have a little uh, more... Uh, optimistic uh, future here with the Steelers with Mason Rudolph. So we'll, we'll see uh, this week how he does. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, you know, getting sad, Alex, uh, only three weeks left of the NFL season. So, uh, you know, we'll wrap, we'll keep on doing these shows weekly here and going over the, the, uh, the what's been going on. So looking forward to the last three weeks. Wow. Really? It's, Three more weeks of Steelers football. Because <laughs> some teams will actually make the playoffs. That is true. That is true. But also, I, I don't know think, if that's I don't know if that's a good was, thing or a bad thing. Well, just think. Three weeks ago, it looks like we were going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. All right, but with that, we'll get into our episode this week. We'll start off with some of the college football games. Um, last Saturday, some scores to kick off the bowl games. You had Ohio beating Georgia Southern 41-21. Jacksonville State beat Louisiana 34-31. Appalachian State beat Miami, Ohio 13-9 in a really rainy game. Fresno State beat New Mexico State 37-10. UCLA won 35-22. Texas Tech beat California 34-14. Western Kentucky on Monday came back in overtime to win 38-35. UTSA beat Marshall 35-7. And last night, Southern Florida blank Syracuse 45 to nothing. Um, how many bowl games have you been watching, host? Uh honestly, Alex, I haven't tuned into one bowl game yet. Um I know I was a big fan of watching college football all year, uh, but just the uh, the players sitting out now and then the players entering the transfer portal and uh, basically um, not, not every team, but most of these teams aren't the same team they were that you saw in the regular season. So it's, and a lot of these teams really don't care if they play in a bowl game. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just sucks for the college football, the way the transfer portal has uh, taken over and, uh, you know, redid the whole image of college football. But um, as we get towards the better teams, uh, you know, later down the road here in another week, uh, I'll be tuning in to watch the the, uh, the good teams play. Yeah, I haven't really watched uh, very many either, except for when, you know, there's multiple TVs at the restaurant or whatever. Um, so I did catch a couple uh last Saturday, considering catching up on some of the highlights in the next day or two as well. Uh, we'll get into a couple bowl games that are happening this weekend. Tonight, uh, the only bowl game is the Gasparilla Bowl. That one's being played at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, home of the Buccaneers. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets versus UCF Knights. 
Georgia Tech up and down season, beat um, Duke and North Carolina, uh, played Georgia kind of tough at the end too, um, but they did lose to Bowling Green during the season. Uh, UCF had a decent season, um, kind of capitalized on some of the more easy teams in the Big 12, but did beat Oklahoma State um, and were close to beating a couple of the other teams as well. Uh, you see a five and a half favorites in this one. Host, who do you like? Uh, well, geez, I you know, I it's a tough call for me. I haven't really paid uh, much attention to these two teams. Um, Georgia Tech seemed to be playing better at the end of the year. Uh, UCF is not has been as good as in years past, uh, due with all the coaching changes. Uh, so I'm going to take Georgia Tech in this game. You know, I'm going to go the opposite just because I think UCF might want to win the game more. Uh, so, you know, it's the first season in in Big 12 play since moving to the American. Um, and they might they might want to cap off their season by a bowl game. I think it might mean more for the UCF Knights program. So I think I'm going to go them in the game. Uh, should be a pretty close game, though. I, I could very, in fact, see... Georgia Tech winning, but I think I got UCF in that one. The Georgia Tech quarterback, Haynes King, 26 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Jason Plumley for UCF, 13 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Move on uh, to one that's happening in the host's corner. Um, Las Vegas ball, Utah Utes versus Northwestern. Wildcats, Utes eight and four, Northwestern seven and five. Um, Utah coming off of wins against Colorado. Uh, they did lose some big games to Oregon and Washington this season. Northwestern on a three-game winning streak, winning four of the last five. Um, obviously, a big season for them. Uh, only winning one game last year, and then they obviously had the off-season uh, scandal. Uh, with the hazing situation, um, but basically a really good bounce back season for the Northwestern Wildcats. Uh, obviously being played at Legion Stadium, home of the Raiders. Um, it's Utah minus seven and a half. I think Utah is the better team, so I'd pick them to win. But uh, Northwestern could potentially pull a upset. Who you got in this Power Five matchup host? Well, Northwestern obviously coming in this game with a lot of momentum, uh, a lot to prove. Uh, everybody left them for dead when uh, Pat Fitzgerald got let go due to the hazing uh, situation that you just brought up. But, uh, you you know, Utah uh, played in the Pac-12 this year. And uh, I usually dog the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 uh, had an excellent season this year with all their teams. They had some elite teams Uh in, in the Pac-12, Washington, Oregon, uh, you know, you, you know, USC wasn't that uh, formidable because their defense was awful, but they were still a, a tough team to play. Uh, Utah played all these teams. Uh, I know Northwestern plays in the Big Ten, but uh, it's not the same as uh, they didn't play the same amount of teams and the toughest schedule as Utah did. I, I think Utah, uh, you know, Kyle Winningham will have this team ready. I think Utah wins this game uh, by 10 or more points. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, could, could be a good game nonetheless. Um, 
Bison Barnes for Utah, 12 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Ben Bryant for Northwestern, 11 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Both quarterbacks there. Last week, we got the Birmingham Bowl being played in Birmingham, Alabama, Protective Stadium, home of UAB uh, football team. Uh, also home to uh, USFL, played some of their games there the past couple seasons. Um Troy Trojans won the um Sun Belt um beating Appalachian State 49-23. Uh, like we said, Appalachian State went on to beat Miami, Ohio. Troy is basically on um at least a five game winning streak, eleven and two on the season. Their only losses were some power five teams that they they were close. Close in defeat. Duke kind of had an up and down season. Started off pretty good, obviously beating Clemson. Uh, then lost a couple close ones to teams like Notre Dame. They capped off their season with beating Pitt thirty to nineteen. I might take Troy Trojans in this one, even though Duke is minus. Um, well, Troy's favored minus seven, but Duke is a fifty percent chance to win on the matchup predictor according to ESPN um I think Troy Trojans might want to win it more and honestly they might have a better team just because Duke's been up and down and Troy went 11 and 2 what do you think about this final matchup post well I'll just give you two reasons right here Alex uh Duke quarterback he's transferring to uh Notre Dame uh he's not going to be playing and the Duke coach is going to Michigan State uh so uh, you can have the 57% uh, meter winner winning percentage if you want. Uh, I think that's just enough. Uh, that's uh, a major player uh, not going to be playing this game. And their coach, uh, all of a sudden, who's gone. Uh, like you said, uh, they were hot in the beginning of the year, beat Clemson. Uh, but this Troy team, uh, they really have something to prove. Uh, they're, they've won 11 games. They're going to want to win 12 games. I'll tell you that, Alex. I, I really like Troy in this game. Uh, to take care of Duke. Look out for that. For those games, move on to NFL games now. Rams beating Saints last night in the Thursday night game. Uh, and what turned out to be a close game, even though Rams went ahead early, but they did end up staying ahead. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw for two touchdowns. Kyron Williams ran for 104 yards and one touchdown. Puka Nakua, 164 receiving yards and one touchdown in that one but we'll move off to this week's upcoming games uh one of the big ones in the afc cleveland browns versus houston texans nine and five browns two or four on the road uh houston texans eight and six and they're five and two at home but they will not have um at least it looks like they will not have C.J. Stroud, who's still in concussion protocol. Obviously, Browns don't have Deshaun Watson, so both teams using backups, and Deshaun Watson won't be able to play against his his old team, obviously. He still leads the Browns with seven touchdowns, four interceptions. C.J. obviously leads Texans, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, like I said, will not play. It's being played at, in Houston. Cleveland's minus three uh, eked out a win against Chicago last week, 20 to 17. Texans did the same, beating the Titans 19 to 16. Who are you liking this AFC matchup host? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. I think their defense is much better. Um Joe Flacco, since he's uh, come off the couch, 
Uh, he's been a balling ever since. Uh, he's taken uh, Kevin Stefanski's offense and he's uh, utilized it and he's making it kind of his own. Uh, he's got this offense moving. I know he threw three interceptions last week, but uh, a couple weren't really his fault. Uh, a little miscommunication on one, a tip ball on another. Uh, so I, I like Cleveland this game and the way this the way their defense too. Uh, you know, no if no CJ Stroud. Uh, this Cleveland defense is going to eat, and I hate to say it, uh, Miles Garrett uh, playing like he's going to get Defensive Player of the Year, uh, <laughs> you know, over our own guy. So, uh, you know, th- with that going on, uh, Cleveland should win this game. I think Cleveland wins this game by about 10 points, Alex. Ace Keenum revenge game. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think Browns are the better back, but I wouldn't count Houston out. I think it might actually be a close game, but uh, Browns are probably the better bet. I want to say Houston, though, just because. Um, but I, I think they do have a chance to win, at least. But Browns are definitely the better better bet. Uh, if you're using backup quarterbacks, like you said, they have the defense. Joe Flacco has been playing for more weeks now. Um, but it should be a good I, game I, down, in, down in Houston. I, I think right, no Nico Collins, no Tank Dell either for Houston. Yeah. They're both they're both injured. Is that that's correct, right, Alex? Yeah. So Browns should have it should have the better offense too. Um moving on to another interesting one. This one's AFC versus NFC matchup. Trevor Lawrence, uh obviously still kind of being affected by the ankle injury. They've lost Jacksonville lost three in a row. They're still eight and six, five and one on the road. This one is on the road. Uh at Raymond James Stadium against Tampa, who's seven, seven, three and three at home. Um, they're coming off a big victory against Green Bay. They're coming on three straight victories, even against Atlanta and Carolina. Then the big one against Green Bay, where Baker Mayfield threw four touchdowns in that one for one of the best games he's ever played in. It's about a 50-50 matchup. Um Tampa Bay minus three, Baker 24 touchdowns, interceptions, Trevor Lawrence 18 t- touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Uh, I got to give it to Tampa just because it's a home game and they're on a hot streak. Jacksonville's kind of on a cold streak, and obviously Baker's coming off that really good game. I'm going to go Tampa on this one. Host, what do you think? Why, you know, if, if, you, if you asked me about this matchup three weeks ago, I would have said Jacksonville's going to win this game by 20 points. But, oh, man, you, you know, the way the NFL goes, Baker Mayfield is playing lights out here the last two weeks. Uh, you know, not afraid to be throwing it all over the field. Uh, Jacksonville, a uh, couple big games at home, and then a couple duds, uh, including last week to Baltimore. Uh, they had a chance in that first half uh, last week. Uh, Two missed field goals and Trevor Lawrence fumbling. Uh, just a lot of miscues on the Jacksonville side. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, had the high ankle sprain. Hasn't been the same since, Alex. He's not looked good. I know he ran right back out there. He, he didn't want to get the same kind of surgery Kenny Pickett did at the Steelers. Uh, he just went right back out there, wanted to show his toughness. But uh, it made me be hurting his team here in the long run. They also lost Christian Kirk to an injury, their deep threat. Uh, they haven't looked the same, but you did say though they are five and one on the road, and and you know how the NFL is. Now Tampa Bay winning the Green Bay last week with a big win. Uh, I'm going to stick with Jacksonville winning this game on Sunday. 
Yeah, it should be a pretty good game. Um, battle of two teams trying to make the playoffs. We go to our last game, which is well, two of the top teams in the NFL. Baltimore Ravens versus San Francisco 49ers. Ravens 11-3. and San Francisco also 11-3. and Ravens 6-1 and away. 49ers 5-1 and at home. It is playing in Levi Stadium, supposed to be uh, rainy apparently, um, according to the weather predictor. Uh, San Francisco minus five. Obviously, both teams really hot right now. Ravens winning five in a row. For Niners haven't lost since that three-game losing streak, beating Cardinals last week, 45-29. Ravens beat Jacksonville, 23-7. Lamar Jackson, 17 passing touchdowns, seven interceptions. Brock Purdy, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, Dave Flowers and Odell Beckham are questionable. Um, I haven't heard anything about them, so I, I guess I expected to play. Uh, I would give it to the 49ers just because I think, even though both teams are hot, I think 49ers, honestly, are probably the best team in the NFL. Should be a really good game, but uh, I got to give it to the 49ers again because uh, – since their losing streak, they've been really hot. I think I'd have to see them lose again to pick against them. Uh, what do you think about this game, host? Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this uh, this stat and, and this theory of what's been happening here with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they're seven. Lamar Jackson is 17 and one against the NFC. Uh, these teams don't see Lamar much. Uh, they get confused. Uh, they can't seem to stop the, the Lamar, the way he runs around. They don't have a good game plan. Now, I know San Francisco is an elite team. I, I'm not not saying that they wouldn't be able to stop him at all. Then you got the factor that the point spread is five and a half. A lot of Ravens uh, players are feel like they're being disrespected, uh, as they've been saying now in the, in the news, and it's getting out. that They feel disrespected with the point spread. Um, San Francisco has been way too hot. Uh, they played so many uh, complete games here the last few weeks. And that, and that is because they're a great team. Uh, Brock Purdy throwing it all over the place. It was super friends. Uh, you know, those guys, as long as they're all playing, he's going to look like, this, you know, the quarterback he is. Uh, and Baltimore didn't really play that well last week in that win against Jacksonville. I think Baltimore is really going to be focused uh, in this game this week against San Francisco. I like Baltimore in this game. All right, we differ once again, but that is okay. I think it should be a really good game. Um, Sunday, uh, I still I still got the 49ers just because um, I got a pick on, on the hot streak, but it should be a very good game. Moving to some NFL news that happened during the week. Obviously, uh, this happened last Friday after we got done recording. Uh, you know, everyone kind of predicted it even, but uh, it was made official. Chargers fired Brandon Staley and their general manor, manager Tom Tesclo after the team lost 63-21 to on um, Friday, right after um, that game. What did you think about the official news of the firing host? Oh, you knew this was coming. Uh, as soon as you saw the uh, 63 points put up by the Raiders, uh, you knew this was this this was going to happen. Uh, the Chargers, uh, this, you know, a lot of expectations going into this season. Uh, this stumbled right out of the gate. 
uh, did not play well. Uh, they kind of fought back. And then the Justin Herbert injury just derailed the whole season. Uh, you know, Brandon Staley is a defensive coach. And, you know, a lot of teams have an offensive coach. Some teams have a defensive coach. Uh, whatever your 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 discipline is, your that side of the ball should be really good. Uh, if you're the head coach and one side of the ball, you know, should be a little lacking. Well, his defense was awful. Uh, 62 points against the Raiders. Uh, he deserved to be fired. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see now if Kellen Moore even survives. Well, whoever the new, uh, whatever they bring in for a new uh, head coach, uh, new general manager too. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see uh, who they get. Maybe they go get uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. You know, maybe they maybe they reach out to him. Maybe they go after, uh, you know, the, the Houston uh, Texans OC. Maybe they go after Ben Johnson, the OC in Detroit. So we'll see what the, the Chargers do here. But I expect them to bring in an offensive uh, head coach to work with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Uh, Steelers might be interested in Callan Moore if he, if he leaves uh, Chargers. Well, that that would be uh, I I would, I would be shocked if if they went there. If Mike Tomlin uh, was told to bring in Cal, I'd be shocked, Alex. That that would that would be something. I I, I would I'd probably fall off my chair. I, I I don't see that happening, but man, that would be great. All right, move to Aaron Rodgers related news. Um, been a lot of that this season, but um, he is activated to the active roster, but he will not end up playing this season, just like some uh, suspected from the beginning. But um, basically, they just activated him to practice the rest of um, rest of the season, because if they didn't, he wouldn't have been able to practice. And basically, they're just preparing to get him ready for next season. Um, it's going to be Trevor Simeon for the Jets as – Zach Wilson won't play because he's in the concussion protocol. But what do you think about the Jets uh, and Rodgers moving forward into next season? Well, you you knew you knew this was coming. Uh, he kept on you know teasing us with, "Oh, I, I'm going to come back. I'm going to play." Uh, and you just knew that that wasn't going to happen because uh, the Jets, uh, you know, were just losing games and. Their playoff uh, scenario, their percentage of getting in uh, week by week kept on getting smaller, smaller, and smaller. And Aaron Rodgers, because uh, he wants the attention and this is who he is, kept on throwing out there, well, I'm going to come back and play. December 24th, I'm going to come back and play. Well, lo and behold, now the Jets have been eliminated. And what's Aaron Rodgers say? Oh, well, it's just, it's not really uh, – the right timetable to come back. Uh, it's injury still not healed. Uh, it's only, you know, 14 weeks. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I'm not going to play. Well, we all knew that was going to happen. And just by the way, the season was going. I would have liked to see though, you know, how if the Jets could have won enough games, uh, I would have liked to see if he really, really was going to try and play. But uh, now we'll guess we'll never know. And then we'll see what happens. Uh, how the offseason goes for the Jets, and we'll see if Aaron Rodgers can survive more than four snaps in uh, 2024. All right, we'll move on to our last story. Commercial free football for the fourth quarter of the Bills-Chargers game. Uh, it's on Peacock. will be no ads during the fourth quarter, 
Uh, who knows if it'll even be a good game in the fourth quarter. Uh, and they probably could have picked one where I actually wanted to watch the game uninterrupted. But what do you think about this new experiment on uh, no commercials, Peacock for the Bills, there's Chargers, fourth quarter. Oh, uh, just so, you know, just so the listeners know, Alex, uh, you know, another uh, pay service you got to pay for in order to get a football game. Uh, but keep in mind, too, uh, they're going to stick it to us. Peacock's going to stick it to us in the playoff. One of the wild card games is going to be on Peacock only. So uh, you're going to have to find a way to watch that. There is, however, wink, wink, uh, some secret apps out there that you can download uh, and watch these games for free. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to give it away here on the on the show, but I, I can uh, I can text that to you, Alex, and let you know. <laughs> I'm sure you got some kind of uh, some kind of something to watch these games that you can't get. But uh, it's just I just think it's uh, what? Come on, we got to pay for these games now to watch on exclusively. You know, we're already doing this with uh, Amazon Prime on Thursday night. Now Peacock's gonna try to do it. Uh, I don't think that's gonna work out for them. Who cares about the commercial free? Uh, fourth quarter uh they're just you know i don't know what they're if they think that's going to get more people to uh pay for the for the peacock app i i, I just don't get it yeah uh you know who, we'll see what the numbers are uh after uh saturday night i know i'm sure people will throw them out there and see what the viewership was but uh, i'm not a big fan of uh all these games uh maybe eventually moving to uh some kind of pay app in the future Yeah, a lot of the big – well, not a lot, but uh, they usually had one or two Big Ten games on Peacock during the, the college football season um, as well. Um, like you said, I always come up, I come up with interesting ways to watch all the games. Uh, <laughs> Steeler games too, but moving on to some stuff. It's the Steelers section of the episode. Um, oopsies. Uh, basically, the big news is Mike Tomlin officially ruled out Kenny Pickett for Saturday's game. They're going to switch quarterbacks uh, for the Cincinnati game, which is this Saturday. But um, go with once again, they're bringing out Mason Rudolph um, for this game. His last start was against the Lions two seasons ago. Um, he started off with a good touchdown to James Washington, who is not obviously on the team anymore. Um what do you think about Mason Rudolph's chances in this game against Cincinnati? Well, I I, I like Mason Rudolph's chances better than I, I ever did amidst terrible Bisky. Um, if this guy was just a disaster. I I you know me, Alex. We've been talking about this for two seasons. I I'm not a fan of terrible Bisky. I don't know why they ever brought him in. Mason Rudolph was drafted by this team. Uh, you know, he's been on this team. He knows the players. He knows the offense. I don't know why um, he's never been given a chance. But I'm glad to see he's been given – he's going to give a chance here. But unfortunately, Alex, you know, the offensive coordinators and the play calling and the way the offense is, it's not really – it's not great. Uh, it's not a great spot for him to come in and try to shine and show the Steelers that he could be the number two QB next year. Uh, you know. Maybe behind Kenny Pickett, we don't know. Maybe the Steelers end up getting someone else, but it's a good chance for Mason Rudolph to show that he still belongs with the team and still can play in the NFL. So we'll see how that pans out for him uh, tomorrow. 
yeah, I think he can definitely sling it more than Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I liked him a lot when he played in 2019 as well, but uh, never really went anywhere past that except for a couple spot starts. Um, in the seasons following, uh, more Steelers news. Uh, there's been a lot of it this week. We have the whole George <laughs> George Pickens situation that's been going on. That one's kind of been brewing for a couple weeks, even. Uh, got criticized for not blocking in the Colts game uh, for the Jalen Warren. Or the Jalen Warren runs by the goal line. Um, and then was seen jogging in practice this week. Um and then just basically he's been pouting, you know, past couple of weeks. Kind of got called out by Jalen Warren and TJ Watt this week. What do you think about the George Pickens situation, folks? Well, this starts from the this starts from the top, Alex. Starts right along with the head coach, Mike Tomlin. Uh this has been a uh, you know, this has been going on for years. Uh Tomlin let Antonio Brown get away with stuff. He let uh uh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster get away with stuff, all his dumb TikTok stuff. He let, uh, you know, most recently, um, you know, he let Deontay Johnson get away with stuff a couple years ago. Uh, now he's letting George Pickens, uh, Chase Claypool, uh, saying some stuff. Doesn't want to practice. He wants music at practice. Remember that last year uh, yeah. or a year before? Chase Claypool was running his mouth about stuff. Now we got George Pickens not blocking in games. Uh, this all goes back, Alex, if you remember, um, I don't know what game it was. He caught a touchdown pass, but he was really lazy and didn't get his feet down. And then they ruled him out. Uh, I think if you remember that, I think it was against Jacksonville. I think that, that play, um, ever since then, he hasn't been the same. Uh, uh, you don't see a full effort. You see this down face on the sideline when he's uh, sitting there. Uh, this lackadaisical effort from George Pickens and Mike Tomlin lets continues to let this guy play. I mean, that's just that's just the most stupidest thing there is. Uh, discipline this kid. Show the rest of the team you mean business. Quit saying, "Oh, uh, you know, uh, we're talking to him and he's got to go out on the field and perform." Well, he's not performing. Uh, show this kid you mean business. Sit him out the whole game. Uh, he's not doing anything on the field anyway. Uh, to make it uh, to give you guys a more an advantage, the offense is bad anyway. So, so you know, show that you're the head coach, show that you mean business, and uh, show the rest of the team, hey, I'm not putting up with this. It's just, it's just ridiculous at this point. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Well, obviously, Mike Tomlin said he's going to play on Saturday. Uh, it actually is, but um, I think. They're going to at least try to get on the ball more with Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph did throw a couple touchdowns to him in preseason in the past couple of years. So maybe Mason Rudolph will be able to get on the ball better, and hopefully that fixes the problem somewhat. But um, if that doesn't happen, it's going to get worse, and we'll have to see what happens. But he's obviously becoming a problem at this point, and I thought he was a problem like three weeks ago. So... You know, he's kind of just bringing the whole team down at this point, bringing the mood down. Uh, at least some of the players are trying to call him out at this point and see what kind of effort happens on on Saturday. 
Uh, moving on to the safety position, which is kind of going to be a problem and has been a problem. Uh, safety, DeMonte Casey is going to be out for the rest of the regular season. Uh, he actually won't be out if they end up making the postseason. Probably won't, though. Um, he got suspended for the hit on Michael Pittman. We'll get your thoughts on that. And um, they could be down their top five safeties with Minka out, Casey out, Kyle O'Neill out, Trenton Thompson out. Elijah Riley is questionable, and he said he actually – felt good yesterday so he might end up playing so it might only be four what do you think about Devonte casey suspension and Steelers safety trouble um okay you know it was it was uh it was a bad hit but uh i don't think it was that bad of a hit but of course he's been fined already five times going going into this game so uh not only was that looked at it was looked at as he's a repeat offender uh, these kind of hits. That's uh, James Thrash, uh, you know, uh, who who looks at these uh, films and looks at these tapes and sees that. So that was why they suspended him the uh, rest of the season. So, uh, but how about Tom Brady <laughs> coming out and defending uh, Kazi, saying that um, the you know, the QB threw a bad ball to uh, his receiver. Uh, that's why he uh, was able to get hit like that. So I thought that was, uh, I thought that was funny. Tom Brady defending uh, Kazi on the hit. Uh, you know, what's he supposed to do when the, the a bad ball is thrown by the quarterback? Uh, you know, th- this Steelers secondary, uh, boy, <laughs> just in shambles. Uh, the safety part of it is this is you know, all on third stringers now, the inside linebacker position. We're on fourth stringers and practice squad players. Uh, the defense is just a mess, Alex. Yeah. Patrick Peterson moving to safety for this game, um, which they actually want to do more, I guess, next season anyways. So I guess it'll be a good tryout there. Um, and then, you know, I like Tom Brady defending him, but also Tom Brady's the cause of, like, three rule changes at this point. So um, he can kind of keep quiet in general. Um, they got, you know, they got new good news on Cam Haywood, who has 13 and a half sacks in 24 games against Bengals. He got cleared for concussion protocol and will play in the game. Um, went over the Mason Rudolph news. So basically, it's just all about the game at this point. And it's the Steelers' last home game of the season at Acquisition Stadium. Bengals have still been pretty good with Jake Browning beating Jacksonville, Indy, and Minnesota. Steelers obviously losing three in a row against Arizona, New England, and Indy. Both teams using backup quarterbacks. Obviously, Steelers going with Mason Rudolph, who's undefeated against Cincinnati in his career, actually. Um, and Bengals still got Jake Browning, who's actually been a pretty good backup for them. Bengals are favored by three. Um, hopefully it'll be a close game and Steelers fight to win the game. I don't know if they will. Um, I'd probably pick Bengals as the best bet, but uh, hopefully Steelers fight and make it a good game and Mason Rudolph plays good and maybe they can win. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, host? Uh, you know, uh, Jack Browning played uh, Steelers his first time. It was his first start. Uh, did not look good at all. T.J. Watt was all over him. They had an interception. Uh, since then, uh, this kid has come to play. Uh, he's shown up every week. 
Uh, he's getting better and better. So the Steelers are now going to see a different uh, Jack Browning, plus uh, all the stuff we just talked about. Uh, safety is uh, safety has been decimated down to the third stringers. Uh, <clears throat> inside linebackers have, uh, you know, are down to the fourth string. Uh, now, the only good thing is that uh, the Bengals will be out be without Jamar Chase. He's not going to be playing in this game. Uh, but T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, uh, those weapons are still going to be out there for Cincinnati uh, to uh, throw out there against this defense. Uh, and then we got Mason Rudolph. So um, I, I don't trust the Steelers at all in this game, uh, especially the way they've played the last three weeks. Uh, probably this game is probably going to be a high scoring, I think, though. So uh, for you people out there, play the over. Uh, I think there'll be lots of points in this game. I think Mason's going to put up some points in this game for the Steelers. I think he's going to mm-hmm. he's going to go out there and prove it. He's got something to prove. I think he's going to play good. But I just think the defense has, just has too many injuries, and uh, Jack Jack Browning's just a different quarterback than they faced uh, the, the first time. Yep, um, I would take Cincy in this one as well. Should be um, a good game Saturday. Um, some other college games this weekend: James Madison versus Air Force, South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan, uh, San Jose State versus Coastal Carolina. Some other NFL games this weekend. Dallas Miami is going to be a good game. Uh, like host just said, yep, Dallas Miami will be a good game. Uh, Chiefs Raiders, Cardinals Bears, Broncos Patriots, Packers, and Panthers. That wraps up our Week 16 NFL preview show. Follow the host at SteelDF72 on Twitter. We hope you enjoy all the rest of the college. Ball games and NFL games this weekend.